0: BLOB TALK RADIO Oh
1: Good evening, good evening. Welcome to Blessings by Grace Radio. Today is Sunday. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today is Sunday, January the 17th, 2021, and we are so elated that you could be here in the Apple Valley studio with us this morning, we are so grateful for you guys to be here in the Upper Valley Studio with us today. It is another Sunday morning that the Lord has allowed us to wake up today. It is our virtual Sunday morning service, and you are here with us. Those of you here in Radio Land and in Portia Media Landia, we thank you so much for participating today with us. Thank you very much. So, today's services will be as follows we will have our congregation song as usual. Then we'll open up with a minute, praise, and worship. So if you have a prayer request, please post it in your comment section below, and we'll read to a prayer request out loud. As well as if you have a praise report or a testimony, please don't hesitate to also send those in the comment section below. Immediately following the prayer, our own bishop, he will say the morning prayer. We'll get into the minute testimony and Praise services immediately following that. Rayla will come on singing a song by the Beloved Clark Sisters. And then the final voice, last words, and the benediction for today will be our own bishop this morning. All right, congregation, are we ready for the morning song? Yeah, hallelujah, and walk your mind on the Lord. How many of y'all made a vow to the Lord? I know I have. I'm not going to take it back.
2: So sing along with me. Ready Radio mind and at home.
0: I made a vow to you, and I won't take it back. I made a vow to you, and I
1: won't take it
0: back. I made a
1: vow to you, and I won't take it back. I made a
0: vow to you, and I won't take it back. I made a take it back and I won't take it back. I made a to and I won't take it back. Um, and I won't
1: take
0: it back. Oh, no, I, mm-hmm. I, no, I won't
1: take it back. And I won't take it back. Oh, I won't take it back. And I won't take it back.
0: Oh, I won't take it back. I won't take it back. I won't take it I won't take it I made a vow to the Lord. And I won't take it back. I made a vow to the Lord. I won't take it back. And 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 I won't take back take back take it take back take take back take take back take take back back take that. take take that. take 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 take
1: Yes, 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 yes. So this morning, taking our prayer request this morning, my prayer request is that you continue to keep everyone that's fighting for COVID-19, keep them covered under the blood. I have some friends that are fighting it right now. Some people that I know, their relatives are on ventilators, fighting it. So let us just pray that the Lord will intercede within this pandemic and the virus and that he will immediately help those that are suffering from it. Also praying that on the 20th when we have the passing of the administration for our country, that everything from every city is all kept quiet, that there are no more foolishness and riots and disruption to the country as they're changing over the administration. That is my prayer request this Do you have any
2: other My prayer request is pray my strength in the Lord. Pray that God will keep rendering his revelation into me, opening my eyes further. Pray that the Lord will take me higher in his word and his glory. Amen. I I pray continue to pray for all my family on your side, the Lewis side, the Jenkins side. Just pray for them all. Uh, I remember telling you guys about my brother Antonio that was fighting COVID. He is a lot better now. Uh, God has brought him through. Yeah. Oh, faith. Oh, I talked to him and he just surprised me on how much faith he actually does have, and he's not letting anything get him down. Oh, uh, right. Whether he's walking good or not, he said he knows what God is going to do, and and he has all the faith in the world. So I thank God for that. Uh, thank God for uh, Deacon Eric Harris being okay. I heard his oh, voice right. this morning, yeah, and I was yeah. just so later to hear his voice. Thank God for him. So. Uh, yeah. Everybody is, is is filling your prayers out there. Everybody is filling your prayers. Most of them wants to say thank you. The one that I talked to
1: said thank you for
2: all your prayers. Just keep
3: doing mother, the prayer of God. God bless you. God bless.
1: Also, awesome. so from my Facebook chapter sister Maya Harris says praise report to God. You the glory. Her husband, Eric, is healed. Amen. He is home from the hospital. Thank you for everyone that has prayed. Amen. More importantly, more than anything else, thank you. Jesus Christ, my Lord, and Savior for restoration and answering our prayers. What a mighty God we serve. Yes. Mr. Meyer, we will continue to keep you guys uplifted, yes. but that is the most amazing prayer report to get. and We're so elated for that. And we also have Deacon Aaron. He's making his offering. because praise God Lord, for Lord, him. Lord, <laughs> Lord, Lord. to continue to keep him and his life uplifted as they are continuing to be recovering. He thanks God for the prayer that has gone up forth for the both of them. He's also saying, remember others that are also in the hospital fighting for COVID 19 around the world, and that the Lord will intervene to heal their bodies. Also, their souls. I want to add that. You didn't say it, but I want to add that. Prayer for his family as a whole, and that Jesus continues to cover them and to protect them. Elder Whitehead from Baltimore Rail is saying he wants a prayer request is needed for the Kinchston family. They lost their son in a bad car and he was on his way to work. Um, On the 295 in Baltimore, a terrible accident before he even made it into work, he passed away, so he's just asking prayers at that time. um, Sister Florence Hunter from Baltimore is also saying, please keep her family in prayers. We also have Missionary Tanika Webb on. Good morning to you, dear. We have Elder Harper and Elder Shepherd on. Good morning. They're all saying God bless bless you. you all. We thank you guys this morning for being on. I don't see any other prayer requests on. Sister Keisha's on, and she's just saying amen to the services. I don't see anybody else on this morning, so we will have Bishop. He will come on and do the morning prayer. God bless you, Bishop. Amen. Right when Bishop's coming on, uh, Sister Sharonda Davis is saying pray for her family and also her strength in the Lord. We hear you, name, and God bless you, and thank you for joining us in the services this morning. Amen.
3: God bless you this morning. Amen. Until the day the Lord has made, and let us be glad and rejoice there we're going to take your petition to the Lord this morning, and amen, I know that God will answer your prayers if you are sincere this morning. The Lord already have answered many of our prayers, and we're going to continue to pray, amen, for the condition of this world, amen. and God, amen, will rapidly move COVID-19 out and give us a breathing spell. Yes, that men, amen, might turn and come to repent of their sins. I'm so glad, amen, for the healing of the precious blood of Jesus, amen, that is still working today. The blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. There is life in the blood. And we thank God, amen, for each one of your requests this morning. God knows where you live. Amen, and you know what you're going through with right now. We pray, Amen, this morning in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for Brother Meyer and I'm uh, Sister Mara and Brother Eric this morning that you are delivering them from COVID nineteen. We thank you for your divine healing power. Thank you for all those that prayed for them. With honest and sincere heart. Now we can see the results of your handwork. We know that you're real this morning. We know that you hear our prayer. We are so grateful, Lord. And we don't want to want to stop there, but I heard him say, amen, pray for those. Amen, that have not recovered this morning from this deadly disease in the name of Jesus right now. Touch everywhere around the four corners of this world. Lord God, touch mankind and call them mr to repent yes. from their sins in the name of Jesus. Strengthen, Lord Antonio, in the name of Jesus right now. You're brought him through so much. Continue to strengthen him right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, we pray, Lord, that you deliver him as you see Amen. fit. Yes, God. We ask you, Lord, to look down upon that bereaved family in Baltimore, Maryland. Thank God for Minister Whitehead reporting these things to us, and we're taking them to you, Lord. Yes. Lord Jesus, go in comfort and consolate those that lost their beloved ones. My God, I know you're evil. The fixed things and work out everything. Tell us a spirit Holy Ghost revival. Oh, yeah. Thank you, My God, we need to be revived. We need to be saved. Yeah. Help us humble ourselves before You. What God, I'm nothing this morning, but I shall divine mercy and grace. He's to be up on a, a continue to bless yeah. Your people everywhere. Go in the hot field right now. Lord let our spirit go there and prevail in the name of Jesus Amen. All over the world Touch in the name of Jesus Go in the common lesson home My God touch there this morning Go behind the Prill of the wall My God touch there this morning In the name of Jesus Everywhere your people are there My God let your spirit go And minister to them this morning In the name of Jesus Satan, I bind you by the power of Jesus. Take your hand off of God, people, this morning. Oh, we give you praise. We give you praise. Let us be able to come back and summon ourselves together and glorify your name in the name of Jesus. Minister stood, mother, this morning. I'm praying for you, mother. My God, that God continue to regulate those kids into the ocean now. in the name of Jesus. Right on to. In the name of Jesus, keep us under Your power, keep us under Your will, Lord above all. Say, "Hosanna!" This morning, we give You the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 My
1: God, thank you this morning, Bishop, for the prayer. We appreciate that this morning. Like I said, we're going to take a a very minute testimony service this morning. Um, my testimony, I'm just grateful, first giving honor to God, the bishop, everybody in our studio, all the elders, all the saints, evangelists, um, praise team, everybody that's on Blog Talk Radio and in Facebook land, Instagram, YouTube, everywhere, all across the world. Thank God this morning for my wake up this morning on my right mind. I have the usage of my lens, the ability to think, walk, and talk. So I'm grateful for that. But there are so many people that don't have the normal functions of their mind in their everyday usages and abilities to just get up and care for themselves that in itself is a blessing because we don't know when we might not be able to care for ourselves you could be 10 12 20 40 50 100 there might come a time where you can't have the ability to care for yourself so while you have that ability utilize it to the best to give God all the glory the praise that you can because we don't know we don't know if we're going to wake up tomorrow We don't know if we're going to walk outside the door and fall and pass away within a matter of moments after waking up that day. We don't know. So it is great that we we have this platform, that we can come on together. We in this platform are assembling together. When you're watching us on Sunday morning, that is two or three assembling with God in the midst when you're listening to us over the airwaves at the radio station. That is God giving us two or three to assemble, and he is always a God in the midst. So I'm just grateful for that. I'm grateful for learning about Zachariah this morning and Sunday school. I'm equally grateful that Deacon Eric came back and he was reading and he sounded amazingly strong this morning. When I heard him read, I was like, yes, he's back. And he sounds strong. He sounds good. So that was a blessing in itself that he was able to effectively be in Sunday school and give his opinions and, and talk about what he's learned. I thought that was awesome this morning. So I'm grateful for that. And for Sunday school, all the people that participate, it's amazing. It's I'm just I'm just so elated and blessed that we're here today. Now I'm opening the testimony section of our service. So if you do have our praise report or a testimony, don't hesitate to type it in the comment section below. Now if you do have a praise report or a testimony or something that you just don't want to share aloud, but you still want Bishop to know about it, we do have an email address that I'm about to give to you now that you can Send all your messages and comments to Bishop. He can read them privately, and then he can call you back on it if it's an important matter, or he can just silently pray, or if it's something where he can pray on the radio station or just not on social media, he can do that for you as well. The email address is Blessings by Grace Radios with an S at yahoo.com. So at that email address, Bishop can check it. He can read over your comments, your concerns, your questions, anything that you have. That is a way to reach him via the Blessings by Grace radios at yahoo.com, and he will respond back to you immediately once he has a chance to read them. Now our testimony service is open. God bless you and thank you.
2: I want to give honor to God who is the head of my life. Excuse me. I'm thanking God right now for another day awakened. Another day in my right mind, another day being able to walk and also walk in his words uh I don't have a praise report, but I do i i I do want to say that I am thankful I am grateful um I'm not worthy, but I thank God that he is who he is in my life yes, I thank is. God for revealing things to me uh. Uh, give me some some revelations here and there. Um, and I'm just trying to keep reading. my. I, I, I don't read my word every single day, but I'm always touched in some way where I'll pick up the Bible and a page is just turned for me, basically. And God has me reading certain things, so I do it quietly. And I'm in mean And I just want to thank God for allowing me to be able to read and understand His Word. I thank God for his Holy Ghost. I thank God for his power. I thank God for his salvation. I thank God for, uh, you know, this is a new year, and I'm, I've come in this new year with a new life. I thank God for that. I thank God for the fact that uh, I, I've seen the age of 54, and I just pray to see the age of 55. And you thank God when I do see the age of 55. Yes. I'm, Amen. I'm seeing the age of 55 in his word, in his name, in his glory, and I thank God for that.
1: Praise the Lord. That's awesome. So from our Facebook um, for testimony, Sister Florence Hunter from Baltimore saying she thanks God for his son Jesus. Amen. That's the best way to go. Number one, Dr. Whitehead from Baltimore is saying his testimony is that he thanks God for his grace and his mercy for allowing him to see another day. All right. All right. God bless you, Minister Stewart. We see that you're on. We already prayed for your bishop. We you already you prayed pray for you your you mother. You, I'm glad to have you on. Mm-hmm. Sister Kiko, thank you so much for joining us again. You all are a right. of support right. for greater all nations. We love you a lot, and we're going to keep your family up. And prayer, you, Kazumi, Brother Mark, and everybody at ACLC, we're going to keep praying for all of you guys that you guys can and be strong, table. healthy, Bless all 2021. And whenever we come back into our building, we welcome you back as well to come back into the storehouse with us. Whenever that day the Lord has allowed us to go back, we'll let you know, and you're more than welcome to come back to our storehouse as well. Mm-hmm. So we're so elated. Um, I don't see... Any other testimonies here? Oh. Sister Carol Carter's on. we thank you for tuning in to the Las Vegas chapter. Um, she is very elated because her grandson is finally home with them in the residence, and he's doing great. And she's just excited and elated Man. that he's home. And they have been deeply talking about the Word of God. They called the other day; she's asking our bishop for some questions about God, so that way they can both dive into the Word a little stronger and they can love a little longer. So we're grateful, content that you're back with your grandmother, and you're doing great. So praise God for that report. As well, Deacon Eric says his testimony this morning is that he thanks the Lord for His healing touch, His precious blood that never fails. He truly (laughs) thanks Jesus this morning. Jesus has touched and is continuing to heal him and his wife's bodies. He's also saying um, he thanks God and everyone for the prayers and the encouraging words. He also wants to encourage everyone to hold on to God's unchanging hand as we all continue to go through this new year. Jesus is real. He is a savior, a healer and a redeemer. Deacon Eric, you're preaching right now you only oh, have to stop. she's preaching because your word is good, good and good. We thank you for your testimony Deacon Eric, you are a strong fighter you've done amazing and we're going to continue to keep you uplifted before the Lord that 2021 will be your year. God bless you. I don't see any other testimonies here in our Facebook chat um, just as an FYI, we have been talking with Sister Wanda, that is Sister Cynthia's, and she's giving us amazing news that she's doing well where she's oh, at. Cry, and that she's right? grateful that God is keeping her covered under the amen, blood. Amen. If anyone can get in contact with Sister Cynthia, let her know that we're mentioning the great niece's name today. We're going to continue to keep that baby up before the Lord. The baby is making small minute progress, but any progress is better than the devil amen. winning. Yes. If the baby can't even breathe on her own for a little bit of time, that's better than the devil winning. Amen. So we're going to keep that baby lifted up. Because the baby is going to do great and miraculous things out there. Uh, Trelanda, you're being prayed for too as the baby's mother. So we're grateful for all of you guys. And the final prayer request, my uh, sister Keisha saying my prayer request is to thank you for covering her all of 2020 and continue to cover her in 2021. Sister Keisha, God will continue to cover you. We'll just hold on to the faith. Keep Believing in 2021 can be your year as well. Now we're going to have Rayla. She will come on and she will sing a song by the Clarks The Truth. God bless you, Rayla. Sing us happy this morning.
3: Come to Rayla.
1: You're ready.
0: Oh, what a blessing. That's what you need. You shall receive. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. That's what you need. You shall receive. More than just your house or bank account. Everything you need in Him can be found. Don't doubt it. me. Exceedingly abundantly above it all. You can have it all. Anything you want. Oh. Open your heart and feel it. Your future destiny you needs it come oh, make your position, and I will work it out. Mm-hmm.
1: And amen. God bless you, Rayla. Thank you for the Clark Sisters song. We also want to thank God for Sister Wanda Butler. She is listening in this morning. Right. So we thank God for you, Sister Wanda, right. uh, real quick, because she joined her testimony at the last month. I know it's not a protocol, but she just wanted to say very quickly, her testimony is that God has covered her in his blood of Jesus. And that was her testimony out of protocol, but we thank God you listen and we didn't want to let you know. We didn't want you to think we didn't know you were listening. That's why I came in and popped up. But now everyone, the men of the hour, our bishop, Dr. Bishop Moon God bless you all. you will have the final words and benediction. God bless. And thank you for listening to our morning services. God bless you, Bishop.
3: Thank you. Thank you. God bless you once again. God bless you. In radio land, amen. Thank God, amen, for those here in Apple Valley Studio with us this morning. We thank God, amen, for the verb and proud this morning. Will rights of man prevail as much? Amen. Keep on holding on to Jesus, beloved. No matter what we're facing, Jesus is the answer. And amen. I'm so glad to know that He is the answer. Thank God, amen, for that beautiful song my granddaughter just sung. Sound like amen, music from heaven to me. We're just so grateful right now to be here. And we are here to go. Into the word of the Lord this morning. Heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word is going to stand. There is nothing like the word of God. In the book of Romans, the 8th chapter, verse 1 10 35 through 39, it reads and says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh,
1: but after the Spirit.
3: For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sent his only Son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And for sin, condemning sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnal minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is emitted against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the Spirit is life because of righteousness. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Should tribulation, distress, persecution of pain, negligence, pearls of sword? As it is written, for thou's sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. May in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him that loves us. For well, I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angel, nor principalities, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. The word this morning. Who shall separate us from the love of God? I have to come to find out that you really have to love the Lord with everything you have amen, and not to be separated from him. The Bible lets us know, amen, that in Galatians 5 and 25, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Paul letting us know that there is therefore right now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. There is a natural man and there is a spiritual man. No condemnation of sin. That was the law of Moses. The law of grace. The law of the flesh. The law of the spirit. The carnality of mind versus the spiritual mind. This is where we are today and so many Amen method. We don't know how to rightly divide the word of God. Mankind is a threefold being the spirit, the soul and body. First Thessalonians five and twenty three. The realness, the real individual is the spirit, the inner man, the will, life forever in eternity. The body is the outward man that will perish. The elements of the soul seem to be the mind, the will, and emotion, which are influenced by the spirit or fleshly impulse of a person. For which cause we thank not? But though our hourly man perish, yet the inner man is renewed day by day in Christ Jesus. Second Corinthians four and sixteen. We are made up, Amen, of three real individual. components. That is the soul, the spirit, and the body. And we have to deal with these three components. But the real individual is the spirit. That's the real person, is a spirit. The body is our outer man that will perish. The element, amen, of the soul seems to be the mind, the will, and emotion. That is, amen, the, the, the mind, soul, and emotion. That is what a man will speak. Stand before God, the mind, soul, and emotion, the body will perish. The body will go back to the death for when to come. The total uh, the toll of man being was corrupt in the fall. When he fell, a man, the of uh, the toll of, of a man being was corrupt. The body became subject to deterioration and death. When Adam fell, the body came to be corrupt. It became to be deteriorated. It found out what death was when it did not know what death was. The mind, the will, and the emotion was con- contaminated by sin. Man, mind was messed up. Man, will was messed up. It was contaminated by sin, a disease hit mankind <laughs> by sin. It was contaminated by sin to the point that they had a natural inclination towards sin. And the spirit suffered, declined, and became dead in trespassing and sin. This is why Jesus said we must be born again to live in the kingdom of God. We must be born again to live into the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. John three five and six. Jesus says, "Amen." The Nicodemus You must be born again. Nicodemus, the ruler of the Jews, and didn't understand the nature of what Jesus was talking about when he said, you must be born again. And if any of us go to enter into heaven, those words, is prevalent to us today. We must be born again. We were born of the flesh. Now we must be born of the Spirit. Since a person's spirit is dead in trespassing and sin, his spirit must experience regeneration, new life by the Holy Ghost. Because to be renewed, a new life has to come to you. And that is through the Holy Spirit. It is to have eternal life. You can see Ephesians 2, 1 and 10. Jesus says that which is born of the spirit is spirit. See, there is a natural life and there is a spiritual life. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. John 3 and 6. Is not gone again. Certainly it is introduced to the power of God, which is able to heal. it of disease and sickness, but the body is still mortal and will one day die. This old body that we have now, that you see this old our here, it's going to die. That's flesh. The soul, the mind, the will, and emotion are experienced spiritually renewing this through the new birth. The soul is being renewed through the new birth, spiritually admonishing us. Having a mind of Christ and submit our will to the will of God. We got to have a mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you, which will also in Christ Jesus. We got to have a mind of Jesus. It is the responsibility of each born again person to allow the Holy Spirit in the new life to work outwardly through his. Born human spirit, soul to bring about continually renewing and transformation to the whole being. Let that Emily man come and work outwardly. So, amen, what you couldn't see Emily. You must do it through the Holy Spirit. Let it work out and let people know that there has been a change in your life. You have been born again. You have been quickened by the Spirit of God. There is therefore no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus who walk in that after the flesh. It ain't no condemnation in Jesus Christ. Paul, he wrote to the Christian in Rome that they needed to be transformed by the renewingness of their mind. Amen. There, Amen. In order to be born again, you got to be transformed. A new mind got to come into you. Because the old mind was corrupt when Adam sinned. The fall of mankind. So so, amen. Jesus, amen, brought us uh, and given us a new mind through the Holy Ghost. That is in Romans 12, amen, chapter 1 and 2. You can read it, amen. The Bible tells, amen, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Don't be conformed to this world. Don't let this world uh, 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 be your mind restlessly. Don't be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, by the Holy Ghost that lives in you. Follow that. Don't follow the world. Don't follow that way. Rather than follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Christian, you don't walk after the person, but you walk after the Spirit. So, amen, follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Many Christians, like those in Corinth, they was carnal in their thinking, in their account, 1 Corinthians 3, 1 and 3. They had been born again, but they allowed themselves to be led by the carnal mind. That's what's going on today. There are many people that have been born again, but then they went back into carnality. They want to be like the world. They want to act like the world. They want to, amen, do what the world has done to guard the carnality. That's carnality. The will and the emotion rather than the spirit. Christians, Christians must learn to live in the spirit. That is, since the source of their new life is the Holy Spirit, their position in Christ is one of spiritual life. You ought to be thinking of spiritual now. You ought to be thinking of the old thing. Jesus said, Behold, I make all things new. Old things are passed away. You ought to have a new mind if you are in yeah, let me put it another way. You have a new mind if you are in Christ Jesus. You don't want that old man. The position of Christ is one of spiritual life. But it but it is possible for a christian to be led by the flesh. Oh yes, it's very possible for a christian to be led by the flesh if that christian is not a powerful christian. A of up christian. A christ a, a christian amen that don't meditate upon the word of god. Amen. That christian amen can be led by the flesh, and claiming that they are all like the chief. And Christ is one. All that is necessary for him to do so is to ignore the gentle voice of the Holy Spirit. Now, amen. Come by the people. You're, you're saying that you're saved, but you are ignoring as the the, the the voice of the Lord. When the Lord is speaking to you, and you know the Lord is speaking to you, but your current mind that you just ignore it. When God tells you to stop and read, you hear, but you don't have time. When God tells you to pray, you don't have time to pray. That's what you tell you all of them. So you ignoring the Holy Spirit. And embrace instead the bold influx of the flesh. You are satisfied in the flesh. That's why Amen. many Christians are so weak and sick, amen. they satisfy satisfied the flesh. We want to live right. We want to live holy. We want God to bless us. But are we living in the Spirit? Is the spirit really uh, uh, guiding us or are we living after the flesh? Let's not only experience the new birth by the spirit, but also live in uh, in, uh, according to the spirit. We got to live accordingly to the spirit. Every born again believer got to live according to the spirit. If any man comes to Christ, he must first deny himself and pick up his cross and follow him daily. In this Christian warfare that we are waging, Amen, if you got to deny flesh, Your flesh actually is your enemy. Your flesh don't really mean you any good. In the letter Amen to the Galatians, Paul contrasts the works of the flesh and the proof of the Spirit. He said to amen, that the flesh is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit is contrary to the flesh. They can't work together. You can't balance out the flesh and the Spirit together. You will serve one, or you going to serve the other one? Some people say you're just too heaven, you're just too spiritual mind to be any good. Amen. That is what we're supposed to be, spiritual minded. We have a new mind. God has transformed our mind. In the midst of his struggle, a person will decide which one, the flesh of the spirit, will be victorious life. Which one is going to be have a victorious life? The flesh or the spirit. Just I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the spirit. Other words, keep your mind on Jesus day by day, hour by hour. Minute by minute, keep your mind on Jesus. You don't have to say one mumbling word to have your mind on Jesus. Those thoughts can just be in your mind. You can keep your mind on Jesus if you really want to. You should not fulfill the lust of the flesh, for the lust of the flesh against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary one to another so that you cannot do the thing that you would. Galatians 5 and 16 and 17. See, you got to love the Lord. you got to have a love for Jesus. In order to walk in the Spirit, you got to have a love for Jesus. And I don't mean human love, but I mean you got to have that divine agape love to walk with Jesus, amen, uh, if you're going to fulfill the life of the Spirit. It is clear, amen, that even in a born-again person, the struggle between the flesh and the spirit continues. Just because you're born again, you don't say you're out of your problem, you're not going to struggle. The old flesh is going to make sure, amen, that it reminds you where you came from. <coughs> Excuse me. It's going to make sure it reminds you every day of what you used to do. And trying to bring you back in that same train to make you do it again, as the spirit continues, if one like, if one live in the spirit, obeying the voice of the spirit, he will resist the impulse of the flesh. But when you find the flesh is bringing you. Thoughts in your mind that's not like Jesus, then you know, amen, you know, amen, to rebuke those thoughts. You know that it's not of the spirit. Don't entertain those combined thoughts. Sometimes, amen, we can have a whole conversation with a combined thought. And that is done nothing but corrupting your spirit. There is a sparkling different between the work of the flesh and the work of the spirit. The work of the flesh are adultery, fornicate, uncleanness, lasciveness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, virus, immolation, strife, seduction, hearsay, envy, Murder, drunken, reveling, and such like. life. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Before a person is born again, he is in bondage to sin. For we were born again, we serve sin. He cannot help but sin, for he is a sinner. We were born in sin and in iniquity. We can't help from sinning, amen, uh, because, amen, when we were born, we were born in the sin. Now we got to be born out of sin. For when ye, for when ye were the servant of sin, ye were free from righteousness. Romans six and twenty. When you were the servant of sin, you were free from righteousness. But when a person is born again, sin playing on him is destroyed. Sin can no longer rule him. When you're born again, sin can no longer rule you. You are not under the authority of sin anymore. You are under the authority of righteousness knowing this that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve what? Sin. Come on, Christians. We should not serve sin. For he that is dead is free from sin. Romans 6, 6 and 7. You can't serve sin and expect to get into heaven. You can't serve two masters. You love one or you hate the other. He made difference between a man, man who has been born again and the one who has not is that the former, the former can choose not to sin, but the latter has no choice. He may try to do what is right. But the un, but his unregenerated sinful nature often overpowers him. See, so you just can't live a holy life, a righteous life, amen. If Jesus hasn't changed your mind, you just can't live it. You might want to live it, and you might talk about it. You might say how good it is, but you can't live it. You've got to be changed. You've got to be changed. Because you got a simple nature. It also overpowers him. He is a sinner. He makes no mistake. A born-again person can sin if he choose. Yes, a born-again person can sin if he chooses to sin. not give up the choice. Do right or wrong. Amen. And there are many Born again, uh, 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 Christian, amen. They do sin, but the Lord tells us, amen. If you sin and you know you're dealing with a will for sin, repent, repent and repent quickly. We have an advocator. We can go to Jesus and ask the Lord to forgive us for that sin that we did. That don't mean, amen, God gave us a license to sin. The Bible says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin? That grace may but God forbid for a Christian is to continue in sin. But if he sin, it is not because he is in bondage to sin. He sinned because he desired and... Decided on the base of carnality. Carn, a con, carnality calls him to sin. To avoid the pains of sin, the scripture challenges a man that believes to live and walk in the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit. No condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus has to do with the verse sentence pronounced against those who live according to the flesh. Romans 8 and 1. It does not necessarily have to do with how a person feels through the sense of condemning a person it will also reflect his negative spirit status. Condemnation is a legal term those who have been condemned are judged guilty unto death. For the worth of the sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. You have been judged guilty of death. However, Jesus, amen, did not come to condemn. He came to save. Unbelievers are already condemned by their sinfulness. John three seventeen and 19. They're already condemned by their severance. But Jesus didn't come to condemn us. He came to save us. Thank God, amen, that he did. Because one day he, he looked at all the old like me, and Jesus saved me. I don't believe in practicing of sin. I believe in living from sin. By the grace of God. But there is no sentence pronounced against those who are in Christ, Jesus. As long as they walk after the Spirit and not after the flesh, there is no sentence. You ain't got to be judged if you walk after the Spirit. Our spiritual position is one of freedom from condemnation. Jesus comes to free us from sin. That's our freedom. We are free from sin. That don't mean Amen. man no flesh is not around, but we don't serve the flesh. The only way condemnation can come upon us is if we fail to obey the promptness of the Holy Spirit and instead yield to the urge of the flesh. Now if we fail to obey the Holy Spirit when He talks to us and yield to the urge of flesh. Then we sin. In the history of of human race, mankind has been governed by Basically, only two covenants. That was the law of Moses. with the limit administration having its original, its origin at Mount Sinai, and its consent at Calvary. The only covenant is that of grace. Without grace, we are lost. Moses' law, the law of Moses, was a system of commandments and ceremony that revealed to humankind how helpless he was in himself to please God. The law itself was holy and just and good, Romans 7 and 12, but it required work of obedience. And no person was able to fulfill his perfection. The law couldn't keep him. The law couldn't save him. But the law was good. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by faith. And the law is not of faith. But the man that does them shall live in them. If you're going to keep the law, you're going to have to amen, keep the whole law. Galatians 3, 11 and 12. The law identifies sin and was designed, amen, to show human their need of a Savior. That's what the law was for, is to show the need that we needed some help. We needed a Savior. We needed a deliverance. It was not designed, amen, as a final answer to the dilemma, amen of symphony that would come only by the cross. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid, May I have now known sin but by the law if it wasn't for the law Paul said I wouldn't have known sin for I have not known lust except the law if the law didn't tell me I wouldn't have knew what lust was thou shalt not cover you wouldn't know what covenants was if it was not for the law Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ that we might be justified by faith. Galatians 3 and 24. While the law did make a provision for humanity to offer sacrifice for their sin, these sacrifices were ceremonies only. They were unable to actually remove the condemnation of sin. All those sacrifices, they couldn't move sin. They merely pointed ahead to the true Lamb of God who would take away the sins of the world. That's what it is. It was pointing to the true Lamb of God who would take away the sins of the world. For the law having a shadow of good things to come, the good thing have come, and not the very image of the thing can never, with old sacrifice which they offer year by year, continue, making the coming thereof perfect. For it is possible that the bulls that the blood of bulls and a goat, for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and a goat should take away sin. Hebrews 10 1 and 4. Only the blood of Jesus can take away sin. Only the blood of Jesus. Wherefore, the severity, the law, it was added because of transgression till the seed should come to whom the promise was made. And it was ordained by angels in the hand of a mediator. Galatians 3 and 19. Now amen. And let us know amen because of the sinfulness of mankind. The law was added to God's Provision Covenant he had made with Abraham and by him to all mankind. But the fortune of the law was only temporary. It was the last until Jesus Christ came. Amen. And Jesus said, I didn't come to destroy the law, but i come to fulfill it. Fulfill it. The law of grace There is a debate that we are under the covenant of God's grace. The grace of God is not simply unmerited faith, it is certainly unmerited. We cannot earn it. Grace is also a powerful, vibrant force, it is the empowering force that gives man, humanity, the desire and power to do the will of God. That's what grace is. Uh, in other words, in other words, we need grace. It is the grace of God that gives us both the will and the ability is to obey the word of God. Often, Misunderstanding, it arise as we consider the nature of God's deal with Moses. If there are indeed only two covenants of grace, before the law was added, such is the case. For example, Noah, he found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Thank God that nor did find grace in the eyes of the Lord because if he didn't, we wouldn't be here today. Profound example, however, is that Abraham, even today, we are Abraham's children. Abraham, of course, predated the law, and his justification was by grace through faith. What shall we say then? That Abraham, our father, as pretending, pertaining to the flesh, have fallen? For if Abraham were justified by works, he hath thereof be glory, but no, but not before God. For what says the scripture? Abraham believed in God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Now to him that works is a reward not reckoned of grace, but a debt, but to him that work is not. But believing on him that justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Abraham believed God by righteousness. The grace of God is so powerful it guarantees us victory if we do not reject it. It is, of course, possible to follow the grace of God, and we are acknowledged in God's word to God against failure. You know, it's possible to, for you and I is to follow. If we don't really keep our minds, spiritually. Look at diligence and let any man fall of the grace of God. Let any man, let any be rooted of bitterness, sprain up trouble you. And thereby, and thereby many be defiled. There be any fondamental of profane person as Esau was for one morsel a meal he sold his birthright. See, we got to be careful because we can lose our birthright. But to the man who is obedient to the grace of God, there is no defeat. What shall we then say to these things? If God be false, who can be ignorant? And I'm so glad that God is for us. Uh, because I know if the Lord is for us, then it don't matter who is against us. The greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Paul began to let us know about a calm-minded vessel. He said, for they that are after the flesh, they do mind the pain of the flesh. For they that are after the spirit, the pain of the spirit. For to be calm-minded is death, but to be spiritually minded in life and peace because the cross-minded man is uh, immunity against God. But it is not subject to the law of God. Neither indeed can it be. God don't want no cross-minded Christian, no cross-minded Christian. Human humanity is corrupt by saying, The wickedness are estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they be born. Speaking lies, Psalm 58 3. For all our sin and the come short of the glory of God, thank God that We all have sin, but just as we sin we have to be born again. Meaning that a change has to come in our soul. The human mind has dedicated and pronounced a tremendous for that which is evil. They can this can about things Adam and Eve fell in the sand. When corruption and con- contamination, it can contaminate their entire human race. Partly one new birth of the spirit. The evil of the flesh may be moved, but it still possesses a nature that upholds the will and the word of God. I don't care how we try to get away from it. The evil nature is right there. But thank God that we have been changed. When a believer allows a new birth experience to denominate and lead him his mind takes it of spiritual dimension. We don't look at things like a calm-minded man. Uh, we got a, a higher level that we need to look at. His mind is renewed and his spirit is regenerated. His mind is renewed and his spirit is regenerated by the power of the Holy Spirit. I thank God for the Holy Spirit because it renews my mind day by day and hour by hour. I know the Lord is talking to me when he talks to me through the Spirit. Uh, the come man is emitted against God. There is no way the common minded can be subject to God's Word. But the spiritual-minded is a friend of God. It desires to follow the Word of God every in every area. No matter where we go, uh, when we have been born again, uh, we don't mind, Father Jesus. Uh, for if you live after the flesh, you should die. But if ye through the Spirit do modify the deeds of the body, you shall live. And I believe, church, we ought to be able to live today uh, because we don't live after the flesh, but we're living after the Spirit of God. All began to Is to say in that chapter, Who of what shall separate us from the love of God? Paul had experienced many shipwrecked and he had experienced many difficult things in his life. But Paul said, Who shall separate us from the love of God? And in my closing, I'm going to say you ought to let nothing separate you from the love of God. Do you really love him this morning? You got to love him with all of your soul, and all of your mind, and all of your strength this morning. Nothing going to separate me. If I lose everything I have, that's not going to separate me from the love of God. Uh, see, I love Him this morning. Uh, and I believe I got some witnesses uh, that you also love Him this morning. Uh, carnal minded the man, uh, they can't please the Lord this morning. Uh, oh, Lord, uh, uh, you are not carnal this morning, uh, but you are spirit minded. Uh, hold on. To the spirit this morning. Uh, come on, uh, in the enemy against God. But uh, we here to please God. Uh, we're like not uh, I want to hear you say, I please the Lord. Uh, in your walking uh, and in your daily talking, uh, you ought to please the Lord. Uh, but I'll have it right there. Uh, but hold on to Jesus. Uh, he renew our mind. Uh, day by day, uh, we are counted uh, uh, as sheep for the slaughter. Uh, but nay, in all of this, now uh, we are more than conquerors. Uh, to the day uh, we are overcome. Of the day, uh, uh, Lord have mercy. of uh, Lord. Uh, uh, we told him right now, uh, hold on, uh, just the live it alone, uh, hold on, in Jesus' name. God bless it in Radio Land today. Thank God for his word.